yo, it's the two Jew crew, robbing you, Seth. Run your mouth, express yourself, voicing our concerns and relieving your stress. And yeah, we do this shit for free, but you can pay in respect. Steady dropping knowledge and the issues are fresh. Yeah, the show is live, but we do it to death, most death. You know that no one does it better than us. But don't listen with your kids, cause we're likely to cuss. Weighing in on some dope topics. Lend an ear while we talk our shit. Cause you know we bound to be so profound. Make you think a little when we push it down. Let us do the talking, just relax and unwind. Laugh your ass off, baby, have a good time. Robin Youssef, yeah, we something sublime. Run your mouth, bitch, yo, we out of our minds. Run your mouth. Hey, welcome back to Run Your Mouth Podcast. It's nice to have you here. Sorry uh, we were off last week. It was Yosef's fault once again. Always. And not only does he not show up for um, porch episodes, he also canceled... No, last week was my fault. 100% my fault. Yeah, okay. Usually is. Uh, anyway, uh, once, we're not on a porch because it's fucking... It's New York City. We're near and a porch. We're near a porch. We're like... like we're inside. porch side. <laughs> we can see a porch. We're coming, Multiple porches. We're coming to you porch side from uh, our buddy uh, Seth. Nice enough to have us, but sadly there's a jackhammer outside, so we're forced to be indoors. Um, email me, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. The way I see it, we have five openings for porch visits. We're ending our porch tour at the end of August. We've got a Brooklyn location lined up for next week. Uh, New York City does not seem too promising because these, whatever, the jackhammers. So if, if you're... Well, right, that's what's preventing us from What, from porches. porching? Yeah, it's the jackhammers. Yeah, obviously. That jackhammer's not, been following us around. Lack of offers. That's actually what happened last week also, was the jackhammer showed up to the location. <laughs> We were so frustrated, Just we canceled the episode. Uh, no, send me up, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. If you're in the tri-state area, Yosef probably won't show up, but I will be there, and you can co-host the episode. You're, you're still railing on me. Well, I'm still upset about it, yeah. But don't worry, it's not going to get in the way Do of my friendship forever. Do I get a chance to defend myself, or...? You know what? Floor is yours. You know what? First of all, it seemed like you were a jilted lover. Like, you really cared that I was not there, which meant a little something to me. I, I don't usually get those, those feelings from you. Um, so hearing you constantly, every, every, it seemed like every five minutes you were bringing up how I wasn't present. And that, that actually made me feel kind of nice. Um, but yeah, Just it was literally I, last... If I'm going to be stuffed into a child's playground, <laughs> you're the person I want to be stuffed with. Exactly. Not that other random dude. Um, but yeah, it seems like it I actually liked, turned I, out, it, it, it was fate, because if three of us were in there, it sounded like it would just have collapsed. For the record, he actually invited me over and had a nice porch, but the neighbor's air conditioner unit was right over the porch, so we couldn't tape there. In, oh, okay. So I was like, eh, let's just go in the little kids, uh, which was a nightmare. My back, like... It sounded like it. It you was... Were, you, you were just... <laughs> Complaining the whole time, you were sad that you were not with me. Ew, it was it fun. Was... It was fun for about three minutes because I thought it was funny, and then the second we turned on the mics, I was like, "That was a bad idea." Right. But sometimes these things happen. Okay. I well, no, it was literally well. The reason the I was most upset second. was I had great sandwich talk prepared for that episode. And he he bombs. had no, like he was like a fitness guy, and I just mentioned sandwiches, and he checked out. It was like he would have been molested by a sandwich earlier in his life, and was upset that I brought a baked goods. Speaking of which, let's hop right into sandwich talk. Unless, oh. You're not even what? letting me. Defend yourself? Well, whatever. You know, I don't. I guess I don't need to defend myself. Nah, come on. You gotta defend yourself. Oh, also, we're here with uh, starting a podcast, here to promote it. Introduce yourself. Sylvie. 
the life of the producer. You just said Simi like you're on the stand at like, <laughs> like it's a congressional hearing. <laughs> All right, no, no, go for it. You don't have to be so stiff. Um, so I have a new show coming out just based on, we're going to talk about different topics, mostly women talking about innovation. Okay, next. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I didn't realize that was the angle, and that will never happen again. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> that was pretty short-lived. Yeah, you had a good run, Sivvy, uh, but uh, it seems like it's over now. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, our podcaster, our listeners are going to love your podcast, so I think this was the perfect spot to promote it. Go ahead. Continue. I will not, you will not disclose the locations. What? Of where we recorded from? Absolutely. No, this is your home. I'm not inviting we're going to their homes we're not inviting them to your home well what's your august. podcast about when 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 you, it's launching in august it's launching in august we'll talk about just anything related so tabby duckworth why would we have someone in senate promote something great for themselves like bringing how about breastfeeding at the workplace but only in america would you have that legalized just just for those people what about the rest of the country so we'll talk about things like that Got you. So it's going to be women's issues in the workplace. That's kind of the, the theme of the show. Women's work, women's issues in the workplace and in... It's place in, a, in well, America. Well, Yosef, America, as a person exactly. who shows up to a workplace every day with every breasts, day. Yeah. you can relate to... <laughs> I, I, I would, you know what? I, I always dreamed of like a nice, secure spot where I can go and... Right. You know, let out my breasts, and you know <laughs> that's the way I've always I felt would, too. I would love, yeah, you know, a good fifteen minutes a day in so, a nice, secure. Well, that's what I don't area. understand: is why aren't more men supporting them? I will hop in right there, and I am in the category of person who wants to shame everybody else as much as possible into wearing clothing because clothing is the only thing. I, I, I like I, if that's I equalize. Yeah, if I had a ripped chest, I would be like, yeah, let's never wear shirts. If I had a giant dick, I wouldn't wear pants. But like, I can't have these people who look good in clothes thinking like. Like, wait, why did I get shamed into wearing clothing? So us collectively, the less attractive people have to continuously every day impose as much shame as we can onto people that they need to wear clothes because otherwise we're going to spend the rest of our lives like that fat kid at a pool party, which I was, who had oh, to I go, oh yeah, I fell, I, into the pool. I fell into the pool with my shirt. Oh geez, I might as well keep it on. I'm already in the pool with my shirt on. I don't want to spend the rest of my life that way. I never go to the beach for a reason. Meanwhile, your titties are super visible when you're wearing that shirt. This shirt, yeah. When I'm with any shirt in the pool. Oh, it's in the pool. I thought you meant this shirt. It's yeah. I'm wearing a shirt. Sorry, fat kids. Out there. <laughs> you mean it's, it's worse? worse. Oh, it's worse. <laughs> it's totally worse. I gotta say, I like because I, I put on a couple pounds and like I'm at the point where I either have to invest in new shirts or it's just titty city. This one's not that bad. I'm. You, like, oh, wait, you go in the pool with a shirt? No, I'm just oh. saying in life, my shirt, I'm at that point now where I either have to admit I have to go buy all large shirts or lose weight. Like, you, you I, uh, like I'm, I, I, I can't. Think you're representing America. You mean that all of America either needs new shirts? No, that the population is all getting, getting fatter. Exactly. That's, so. that's what I'm trying to do is represent the population as a whole. But well, let's get back to the titty titty thing in titty a bit. Shaming. Yeah, let's get back into that. Um, wait, so what actually happened? It was, a, it was a senator who passed a law that if you work in Senate, you should be allowed to Bring breastfeed. Bring your child to work right? and breastfeed in order to allow for breastfeeding. So you're saying, and shame on her for wanting that as a work perk just for her and not for all women. Exactly. Yeah, all I mean, I, I buy that. No, for why should just this, why should something like that be such a great win in America and only be allowed 
in the Senate. In the Senate. In other words, if it's something oh. that's important oh. for women, how, it was only approved only in for, for the this one. Yeah, that makes I mean, no why sense. Not make yeah. it and they were actually America. and they were celebrating it. Celebrating women yeah, that's were weird. celebrating this as a win for well, women. They, this is not a win for no, women. No, it's it's a step though. How is that a step? It's a That's very, a perfect as example. As if like it's one step in a huge staircase of steps. Well, here's my thought. If we want women to not be able to breastfeed in public, I don't think we need government to come in and make that role. We just need creepy men to stare, stare at you. <laughs> like, that, oh, that's easily sure. policed. Like, But now with that being said, like, what I would love to know, because I'm not a lady, and I understand how annoying having to find a restroom can be in life, so like, what do you like? Are you a person that would like to be able to breastfeed in public? How annoying is it, at, like, to find a place where you can't? Like, I, I'm not a, I, I'm to not me pregnant. It's about I'm saving money. Okay. So if I can go to work, you know, at three months after three months, and not have to figure out how am I going to feed my kid? Right. right. Up until a year, they're not, you know, up until six months, they're not really eating food. Right. So you're either paying forty dollars a container for formula. Right. Or you're breastfeeding. But if you have to go back to work like most of the women in America, you need to figure something out. The workplace doesn't allow women to bring their children to breastfeed them, so they need alternatives. They either drop out of the the workforce or... or drop out of the breastfeeding game. Or drop out of the breastfeeding game and then our Which is kids, worse for your kid, right? Like formula is like way worse. Exactly. But oh, if it's... Hold the, on. Not hold the, hold no. on. It's Believe me, I know kids. If someone worse, knows something worse. about raising babies, now. it's not about. It's not way worse. It's more expensive. I think it's we're lucky certainly to have. More, we're it's lucky free to, versus paying a fucking shitload. Exactly. It's we're lucky to have yeah. it. And for I thought teddy for, milk is like way healthier for kids. It's essentially equal. It is essentially equal, but one is. One, it's not so much the health. It's the one's all natural and, and comes the, out of your wife's tit. Cost. The other one is made from like and free. Yeah, and the other one's like some formula that just sits in it. I don't know. That bugs it's, me it's out. Really I don't. I don't trust corporations enough to be putting. You wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you, would, you would. You would trust some like black market underground yeah. formula. If someone, <laughs> if someone had LSD for kids, I'd be like, this will open yeah. his mind. But you sell me like your Pfizer made <laughs> baby exactly. formula, and I'm like, in what giant the? Giant containers. Like, yeah. But this that's is a scale. So, that's that's exactly how so many of our policies are. Right. right. It makes no sense. We're prom- we're saying we want these women to drop to either stop breastfeeding. Right. And so what happens is we give them food stamps and different things in order to pay right. for formula. How does that make any sense? I think to Why me, wouldn't yeah. you just want to save the money? Why would you want to do food stamps? Just but now, the so, but let me ask this. Work? At the moment, yeah. it's, if your office wanted to have a policy that allowed you to do it, there's no law against them doing it, but you kind of want lawmakers to come in and tell your office that they have to that if you have provide a child, the they should have to provide you the option. Like, that should be a right. Just like maternity leave. The same, yeah. So, I, honestly, to me, and I, I, like, I think that, all, like, it, it's just it's your business, so it, the government should not be able to pass any laws about how you do or don't operate your business. And it's kind of up to, I guess, the extent by which you value female employees and want them there to then, you know, I guess, want to accommodate the fact that they have to tip feed at work. So it's just up to you and your business. It's not like... Tit feed. Come on, Robbie. What? <laughs> that's the first time that's ever been said. Well, everyone should adopt it. <laughs> no, I hear that. I think, though, look, the, the way the country runs, think about what's how 
the infrastructure bill that got knocked down by the Koch brothers. Right. Right? I mean, we're just so focused. Everything is so self-serving. There's a reason why. There's even policies related to it. There's even reason. There's reasons why everything has to go through government at this point. Right. So for that to be a win, we're going back to duck. Well, I agree with you 100% that if there's a senator who goes to pass a law and she does it just for her job... That is so rotten. I mean, that's like so crazy. Like, I would be embarrassed to face my constituents to be like, "Look at this work perk I got for myself." <laughs> I know. A personal thing. Like, Good thing you guys. Me, yeah. Two hundred page bill. That's like, oh, it, it's all about me. It's like, just... I've I've done nothing to help your lives, but look at how I improved my own situation. And now celebrate my win. Yeah, that one's ridiculous. But this I loved was I, I like I hope that anyone who firstly champions this clause has great titties. I think that's important. Like if you're gonna be the have your breasts out, you should have pretty great breasts. And I saw that there was this chick in Australia that when she went to the Senate hearing, she breastfed, which is pretty badass. Well, she's the first, I think, prime minister to have a child in office. Oh, is that what that was? New Zealand? Um, okay, but here, I want to read an argument that I had read. Samantha Sith Smith, an attorney who was breastfeeding a baby, said, I understand that maybe for some members of this community, a woman's breast bothers you. That's your perspective. Women, shows breasts, women show breasts the same way men grow beards. If beards don't bother you, breasts should not bother you. What do you think of that mm. argument? That's that's poor taste to equate beards to breasts. Well, because my takeaway on that, if you're going to say that, then it's like, well, I have this growth on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> and in the same way that guy grows a beard, I'm growing this thing on my balls. I should be allowed to show this wherever. So I don't know. Like, I'm not offended by women with t- Like, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. Whatever. I get it. It's actually kind of nice every once in a while you're in the park. You're like, oh, hey, yeah, that's a titty. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's cool. it's like catching a nice sunset, you know? To me, I think it's yeah. like PDA. Do, are you, do, do we outlaw PDA? What is PDA? Public, Public displays of affection. People kissing. Oh, that bothers me. Robbie is clearly not. <laughs> yeah. Not well, you know what? I, no, I don't mind, like, when people are, it depends on the degree. Like I don't, I almost don't mind if like you're on the side of the road making out. That's fine. But if you're holding hands in front of me, like, <laughs> like, like I, I, you know, just fuck on the side of the road. That's fine. But just like move to the side when you passionately walk slowly with holding hands. Like everyone's gonna walk at my pace well, and know that like I'm in love with this walking. lady. Yeah, like, uh, get the fuck out of here. Or that bothers me. What do you? Oh, just walking slowly with like an open umbrella, kind of like down and just uh yeah you know what like um annoys me with umbrellas when they got sharp corners and they're not like aware of it that exactly i'm saying we're you're impeding how many people annually in this country do you think get an eye poked out by an umbrella it can't be many but there's definitely a dozen eyes that get knocked out 12 eyes a year Mm -hmm. what would you take as an over under seth 46 you're taking 46 i wonder if someone can find this stat (laughs) online Specific to umbrellas <laughs> and, and eyes. I think Seth needs to be the fact checker. Not even, not even umbrella. Injuries. Yeah, producer, come on. Can you get, can you get on the internet see if you can find that? <laughs> All right. Uh, did anyone else have anything that they wanted to add to the titty conversation? Because if not, we kind of got derailed from sandwiches early. Um, well, let's get back to sandwiches. That's yes. what we're that's what we're here for. So first and foremost, we had a write-in uh, from one of our listeners. Email me, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. If you're eating good sandwiches, I want to know about it. If you got a porch that we can broadcast from, I really want to know about it. Uh, so anyways, hey, Rob, I know you're a PP&J guy. Have you ever had a PP&J on toast? 
Which, firstly, like, what kind of a question is that? P, B, and J. But who, who in the world hasn't had a peanut butter yeah. jelly on toast? Like, like you grow up in an Afghani cave or something <laughs> that, like, you're like, toast with peanut butter and jelly. Let, let the man continue because okay, this guy fine. is a revolutionary <laughs> figure in our time. This guy is on the way to changing everything about okay. sandwiches. I butter. I like this. I use real butter. <laughs> both pieces of toast. He's not fucking around. When he butters not. it, it's on both. He butters the toast <laughs> before constructing his PB&J. And then make my peanut butter and jelly. Even better, I both butter both sides of two pieces of bread. So first of all, that's I've never ever seen that done with toast, buttering both sides, which is just an absurd thing to do. So let's just like, clarify. The whole point of toast is to hold it on the on bottom, on buttered side. Exactly. Like otherwise, I am gonna get my hands all buttery. Right. Uh, regardless, if I'm, my, I'm just put, I'm just putting it everywhere. If my hands don't feel like I was eating movie popcorn, <laughs> I cannot eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He can't, he can't even have a plain piece of toast with eggs properly without buttering both sides. I want a continue. peanut butter and jelly sandwich so slippery from butter. <laughs> okay, these, these so, are our listeners. This is this is great. Both pieces of toast, and then make my peanut butter jelly even better. I butter both sides of two pieces of bread. And then toast in a pan on both sides. He's used not even like a, well, in a toaster. He's like no. I think he's. I think he's B&J. toasting. Well, that's very artisanal. Well, that's yeah, what I was gonna say. Like just, high class. I respect the craftsmanship of the peanut butter. Like anytime someone respects the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that they're taking it to the next level, and they've got a ritual for preparing it. Like that, I just oh, respect yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, but now I'll continue with this guy because. Because now is where it takes a turn. No, what do you mean a turn? <laughs> this is him finally backing up a narrative that I've been trying to... Well, the narrative's wrong. The narrative and is And I encourage right you as our listeners, maybe we'll get a poll going. You can go try. Yeah. By the You're way, okay. what's up with you eating PP&J on rye bread, you freak? Yes, Come you on, are a freak. Whose fan are you here? Like, <laughs> you want to write emails like this, you can send it to... What's your work email? <laughs> Let the fans know where they can email you. Ooh, the seltzer that you've been talking about. Let's, uh... This, I stand by, this is I my, like the glassware for this. My favorite seltzer. Yeah. It's the Stop and Shop Limited Time Originals Triple Berry. It's blueberry, blackberry, and strawberry. It, this is Stop and Shop? It looks yeah. Trader Joe's. I would, Trader I would go to... I would... As I said, I would put my whole set they of seltzer off. reputation on the line seltzer. that this is the best seltzer you've ever had. This is or my that favorite it's a quality seltzer. seltzer. This is my favorite seltzer. I when this was out, so you're saying, I bought so many like I have this on like reserve basically. So you're, what you're I have saying, a seltzer seller. When you're saying you're putting your reputation on the line, like if you don't like if this, you're both me and Sibby taste it and say it's disgusting. Then you, I'll, ne- I'll never. You'll never recommend talk. another Absolutely. seltzer product, yes. and you'll acknowledge, "Hey, I have bad taste in seltzer." A hundred percent. All right. You're it's missing qu- Stephen the- on this. Uh, I would a seltzer uh, episode. A I'd have Stephen on. Well, he has like chocolate seltzer in his house sometimes. So I don't <laughs> yeah, know. That's if he's true. So reliable. That is true. So, like, I think he might just have seltzer. He's not a seltzer guy. No, the, the worst one was the vanilla, like, uh, vanilla toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> Just things that should not exist. Do I have to wait for you guys to sample mine? Yeah. Well, I've had so much of this that it doesn't really... Does it need a but sniff? It doesn't have big Are you supposed... carbon bubbles. Are you wow. Sp- well, you, 
You're really objectifying yeah, no, no. <laughs> this seltzer. No, no, no. You, got, you got to give it a smell. You got to you got to twirl it around a little bit so it releases the flavors. I will say it's Shake not it. that carbonated. Sibby's got a point there. How does it smell? It smells fantastic. It smells like penicillin. All right, it's good. It smells fantastic. It's good. It's good. It's 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 good. Solid. It's not very fizzy. No, no, mine is. You got a bad cup. Your Perfect cup is. Uh, your cup's ruining the fizz factor. Look at mine. Oh. You see that? This is a cleaner glass. That there's no bubbles on the side. Did you drink some? Yeah, it's good. Or you just smelt it. So good. This I is... have child Motrin. It smells the same. The only uh, what? The only thing. Oh, I get that. Did the she just ruin? One. Did she just ruin it? I think it you might. Have, you ruined the smell for me at least. No, actually, I, I love that children's medicine. That's my smell. favorite when you like something and someone can peg what it's similar to and just ruin it. Like yeah. I remember, I used to in college every once in a while, I'd have like a bowl of cereal with soy milk because I was flaccid and I still wanted like to have the a bowl milkiness. of cereal. Yeah, and Ellie once said to me, "It tastes like paper mache," and I could <laughs> never have soy milk again. He just he nailed it. He ruined it. That was the end of it. All right, so I got a couple news stories that I want to uh, um, pull up. That's all for the seltzer. It, it was good. It's solid. The one, my one criticism, it's yeah. almost so flavor loaded that it has me questioning the authenticity of the seltzer. Yeah, it's like, like it might be it's hiding too some artificial. calories. It's too artificial or something. No, zero calories. So that's it's not. It's the natural. It's not the. All right. Now I want to cover the Thai kids who yeah. were stuck in this cave, Ooh. and I did not follow this story at all because first and foremost. You don't care about kids. I don't care about kids. Especially Asian no, kids. No, especially Asian kids. Everyone knows that they're worse less. They're just lesser humans. We all know that. That's why they put them to work in those factories. <laughs> okay, no. Well, they're better at work. Yes, that too. <laughs> no, I was annoyed because, firstly, it's like I, I turn on the TV and it's like, here's a random tragedy that you weren't aware of. And at the start of it, I didn't want to get invested in the story to then find out in like a week from now, oh, the kids died. It's like, I'd just rather not know. I'd rather not get invested in this storyline of there's this tragic thing going on with these kids. It's like, I don't, I don't, whatever. I didn't know about that yesterday. It's not on my side of the world. There's nothing I can possibly do to help these kids. I don't need to get invested into this story. Well, we know that you're not going to help them. Right. Clearly. No, I'm you could still take an interest in a story just because you're not going to be the actual person. Have you... I'm saying I didn't want to be sad about something that there's nothing I could do anything about or was going to... What can you about? 99.9% of the stuff right. out there in the news, are st- let's let's be frank about it, Right, is stuff that you can't, really can't do anything about. So you're saying why take an interest in any of it? In anything. Well, okay, so I, I get that. However, it's like there's certain things that I guess someone was at fault for. So at least like if you kind of dig into it, you can go, all right, well, here's what's going on that's stupid. When a bunch of kids are stuck in a cave, it's like n- no one did anything wrong per se. Uh, or did they? So, okay. <laughs> the coach. Well, this is the next time I'm going to get it. Every time I was trying to do a little research, no one would tell me how they ended up there, which was really irritating to me because it's like – I, before I even care about whether or not they're going to escape, if someone's stuck somewhere, I got to know how they got stuck there. You want the full story. I want the full story. so much about you and a relationship. What do you mean? You're already, you shoot yourself in the foot before you even build a relationship. Yeah. Because how am I going to get there? What am I getting there? What, how's it going to end? It's going to be a disaster at the right. end. I'm not invested. Forget it at the start, right? You know, day one, you meet someone, they have right. an opening, you don't even bother to follow through. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've been dumped by Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, did we not tell you about that? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no, 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 that, that, that is fairly true of me. Uh, maybe it's negative thinking. You mean that someone who thought more positively would be like, oh, if I keep following this story, they might be saved at the end. Like, it, this well, would be fun too. Yeah. You're just investing in the success of the story and it may not work out well, but at right. least you're building some resiliency to figure out what's going to be the outcome of that. You don't yeah. even bother. You're like, done. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to know about this. Exactly. Yes, that, 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 that is true. But partly was because when I started to get invested, no one would tell me how they got stuck there. You clearly weren't reading. And I tell I did more than one like Google search and read a couple articles and no one would tell me how they got stuck there. Well, I think because you yeah. probably were Googling it how at did the they point get stuck? of... A, a week into it. And so I couldn't find like those articles was, anymore? That, yeah, exactly. I felt like, like they were hiding was, the information from me. No, they were not. <laughs> and I also felt like I can't feel bad for these kids if I don't know how they or why they went down there. Like, no, maybe they're just they, finding a fucking reason. No, I'm saying, care. honestly, maybe they went down there to find the devil. I don't know. Maybe, like, someone told them there were women down there they could rape. I don't know why they were going into these caves. It's just a great outlook. <laughs> 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 What? <laughs> so with that being said, can someone tell me why they were in these caves? Does anyone know? There was like a fucking monsoon and the Seth coach knows. was trying to find a place that. to No, escape but why it. were they down there at anyway? Yeah, how did they end up in a, there? It was a it was a tradition in this soccer that the soccer team did every year. They'd go on this hike, they'd go to a cave. There was right. never any issues with going to a cave. But when the, then the monsoon hit and they had to like Run oh, this. to get away from what's down this like elevated part of the that cave wasn't flooded. It wasn't flooded where they were hiding out, like, but they this... already fucked themselves because they were yeah. stuck, yeah. Because then it just, so it's, it was the coach's fault mostly for bringing but, them on the hike, but I guess all the parents probably knew that. They but were it was gone like, as you said, it was season. Uh, well, but I mean, I'm right. not one to, to judge about that Tradition. type of stuff. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Why, what have you done with no, no, just children? <laughs> how, how soon till they make the rescue movie about this? Oh, it's already in the works. What That's Hollywood cool. actor do you think is going to be in it? The oh, coach Barstool, or the Barstool did this today, I think. Oh, really? Oh, they they casted the children, it? They were trying to cast it. They were trying to cast movie. it? All right, someone already did the bit. We can move on. You can well, reference Barstool no. Sports. Barstool's great. Um, all right, I got one more news story that I wanted to... Uh, did, did you have anyone in mind? Like Macaulay Culkin? As one of the kids? <laughs> <laughs> As some creature they find in the cave? <laughs> You've been here the whole time? <laughs> uh, Alright, so real quick, I just want to kind of dip into what's going on with the Supreme Court, and I think that'll be last topic. Um, so, Alright, I'm uh, heading out. You're, you're out already? <laughs> no, we're not, we're not going to spend too much time on it, but I think the system to me that... I guess the president appoints somebody and then they're in for a while and it's like Until a death to us part. Yes. Except that's like a marriage thing, but sure. Yes. <laughs> no, Supreme but court. They, to me, they've totally politicized the Supreme court and that it's like this kind of just a game of, Oh, does the person leave when it's a Republican? And so therefore he'll put a Republican. There's not like, to me, it's just total lawlessness. It's not like, Hey, there's the law and experts are going to interpret it. It's a game of which politicians in office and going to get someone who's going to like the fact that you can even overturn some of these cases is weird to me. Like that they overturned that thing with the union. Like how, do, how was something law for 50 years? And then 50 years later they go, Oh, that was a mistake. Times change. No, but that's the thing. It's law. Time shouldn't change the laws. It shouldn't change law. If it's law and it's based off of like some sort of a logical system, there's nothing that should like abortion being legal or illegal. It's not a technology development. It's either like 
Or, or maybe they do, but or unions. The fact that whether or not you can force someone to pay into a union, what changed technologically over the last 50 years? Nothing. It's just you have a different people, a different balance within the court. That's lawlessness. That's just like, I, I, that's but just, yeah. I think yeah. what makes more sense to your point is the fact that there are some things that are politicized and those drive decisions. Like, what does it have to do being Republican or Democrat to for unions or right. against it or the same thing with abortion why is that a party that right. makes no sense it's a it should be a law exactly or how you're interpreting law yeah okay I feel like we covered the point um, <laughs> and we can wrap it up so here's the last thing aside from the summer porch tour which email me robsnewsroom at gmail.com I want to be on a porch every uh, every episode through the rest of the summer I also uh, speaking to what Sibby was about. I'm 30. I'm, I'm I'm old to have never dated, and I've never really dated. And I'm realizing that having not dated, I am not good at having arguments with women. That is something I'm not trained for. I'm not good at it. I kind of shut down. So we're going to introduce a new segment to the podcast I'm, I'm called the "Expert." That's your part of this. I'm building you into this. It's called "Rob Argues with Women." And if you have a wife, a girlfriend, or you're a lady who listens to the show, send me an email. Robsnewsroom at gmail.com. I want you to call in while we record and have me an argument with me on anything. You can start the argument and I will try and defend myself. It can be anything. I left dirty dishes in the sink. Whatever it is, you start the argument. I probably will probably not handle it very well. And then Yosef's, Yosef's going to coach me through it yes. so that I can get better at arguing with women so that I might have the confidence to actually get into a relationship. <laughs> Because I'll know I can handle an argument. Step one. Of, yes, of, is knowing how to handle a good. Because that's what that's what relationships are about, right? Knowing how to fight. Knowing I think how to. Need to change his outlook. He's uninvested before he even met the girl. No, I gotta. I gotta know but that he needs to be. He needs I need to, to know, you know that. To like, go to like. You gotta know, train. Hit like, hit like uh, a punching bag or something. Yeah, like, like if I just got into a relationship tomorrow, I would lose every argument. It would be frustrating. Yeah. And I'm going into it knowing, hey, this is a losing well, that's battle. How I but if I start training but, today, exactly. I might know I'll win every argument. I've had a hundred of these fights From before the my podcast. You think you got something yeah. on me. I know all I've already heard all these talking points. Let me just say, just because I know I could coach you through it doesn't mean that I've won any argument, right. let alone you know, like I don't have such a good you know, record. I'm just—I might just be a good coach. Like, all right, this—you're gonna have to go take this step. And <laughs> now, here's what's gonna end up happening: people are gonna call in and be like, "Hey, um, I'm a little bit upset because you kind of didn't take the garbage out last night." I'd be like, "You know what? This relationship's over." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! You're on your own. <laughs> so, all right, you had a gross so story. So my gross story: I'm in the bathroom stall today. I'm rubbing my eye. And my contact falls out. Oh! In a, and this is at work, so it's a public bathroom. Contact falls out onto the floor, right under the toilet. That's done. Is that done? That's done. You don't. You, you, you don't even put that back in your. You eyes. walk away from that contact, and you don't think about that. So you again. go the train ride home just with. I have very bad eyesight, so if anything, I just, I just you, close you, one eye. You go to your boss and you go, "Listen, I know I've taken more vacation days that you allow for, <laughs> and I know that when I'm in the office, I only do about a half a day, and I know that like you guys should fire me because of all the things I expense. I know all that. However, I just dropped my contact on the bathroom floor and I can't see. I'm sorry, but I have to go home." It was actually at the end of the day, so I was going home anyways. You did not pick that up. Oh, did I put that back did in my eye? Did you put it back in? Oh, did you at I least did. like wash I the... I put some water on it. You didn't even use soap? 
Well, no, I but like then it would burn your eye. Contact or Are you fucking insane? Put some water on it. It's the, it, I just took it out of you. You're insane, dude. <laughs> you're going to have like, your your eye's going to be so pink, you're going to look like you have a vagina for a face. How is it looking right now? I, like, you have AIDS. <laughs> you really took a fucking contact off a bathroom, like right sprinkled under the, a little bit of water right on it and put it in your bo- eye? At the end of the day, meaning that bathroom was used. Oh my right. god, dude, I'm such a germy. And we have I'm lots like... of nationalities in our office. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every nationality goes to the bathroom the same way. That. I'm saying that people come from different countries. They, they eat different things for lunch. Oh, so like the, the gaseous... It's stuff that was in the air yeah. that. Oh, you're saying it's more of a smorgasbord of germs. It's, it's, it's not like just one breed on. of germs. It's not just like turkey sandwiches. But who's <laughs> with maybe that, too much that mayo? That was maybe the most oh. racist thing he said. Like it wasn't just white bread turkey sandwiches, if you know what I mean. There were some curries. You and really some... put that back in your eye? Oh yeah, wash it off with water right back in there. That. Oh my god, I'm I'm annoyed that we're not ending the podcast on that. But we have to call my friend Mike Lemmy. He's out in Texas, Ooh. Austin, Texas. And while we're doing our summer porch tour, he's bringing. Oh, he's saving kids. No, oh, he, okay. he's not doing anything that important. But he's actually doing comedy in weirder places than we are. Uh, so I figured I'd check in with are, him on are that. Are we doing comedy? <laughs> <laughs> That's our producer for everybody. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, let me know. It's the two Drew crew, Rob and Yousef. Run your mind. Express yourself. All right, we got Mike Lemon with us. You're on the uh, Run Your Mouth podcast. We're in my friend's living room. His wife's pregnant. Don't say anything too shocking. She might give birth on us. Uh, so tell us, we're, uh, how's the Whole Foods out in Austin? And where are you doing comedy? I have not been to the Whole Foods. I've been going to the Trader Joe's, man. Uh, I'm jumping up on a bunch of like showcases in Austin, Texas right now. Um, next weekend, next Saturday, I rented out a conference room uh, in Austin, Texas, where I'm going to do an hour uh, of new material. So I'm just bouncing around, now, uh, jumping on different showcases. Let a, that sounds like my worst show. nightmare, an hour in the conference room. Let me, none of us want to hear about the showcases. <laughs> we want to hear how you plan on doing an hour of comedy in a conference room. I'm just going to, I'm going to treat it like a, I'm going to treat it like it's a show, man. I'm going to walk in there. I might, I might bring name tags for everybody. I'm going to do crowd work by just like talking to, like asking people to like say their name and like, like a fun fact about themselves or some shit like that, and then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump right into my material. And now, how did like, you? I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna treat it like it's a real show. How did you sell tickets to a conference room comedy show? Well, here's the thing: tickets, shockingly, still available. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's an, it's just in a hundred seat conference room. Here's where I'm at in my my career. The conference room holds 13 people, and I have sold four tickets. <laughs> well, lucky for you, you're, this is your big break. You're on in the end of the Run Your Mouth podcast. Break, man. Yeah. Our yeah. 300 you listeners. Know, you, know, you, know, you like David Tell, his road work special, you like Todd Berry, the crowd work special. How about Mike Lemmy live in the conference room? How about that? <laughs> yeah. Am well, I going to make money off of this? No, I'm not, because the conference, like, I have to pay per hour for when I run the place. No, so, but here's you know, the thing. Sell coffee and donuts at the gig. <laughs> 
people would be in the no, middle of the work day. Donuts, uh, it's, it's like a, it's a Monday morning meeting, dude, except Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you're doing this on a Saturday night? I'm doing Saturday night, yeah, because uh, the, the, like it's like a it's the only time the conference room is available. No, you know what it is? The office is failing so bad. Doors open. Hey, doors open at 6.30. The show starts at 7. <laughs> and I have I have the room till uh, 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Well, so it's, it's good that you're opening it up a half an hour early so that people can really enjoy the venue before the show starts. Yeah. They I mean, get comfortable. Yeah. You can, you, can, you can pop in, do a spreadsheet, whatever you need to do. You, know? <laughs> you get a little work done before the show starts. All right, Mike. I mean, everyone, everyone has extra work they need to get done on the weekend, but doors open early, man. Why not? A hundred percent. Well, let us know. We'll check back in with you after the show. You can let us know how it went. If uh, any of our listeners are still listening to us, which they probably aren't, we, we talked a lot about sandwiches this Austin, week. Texas. Yeah, so uh, where July do they find tickets? 21st, Saturday, July 21st, whatever that's there. Next Saturday, I'm in the conference room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone got the conference room part. Where can they find tickets? <laughs> MikeLumby.com, man. It's on the website. I'm selling them off of Eventbrite. Tickets are $7, including the fees. Including, I'm making no money off of this. I'm losing a lot of money. Well, it sounds like it sounds like you got you know a really great business plan here. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm great uh, at business. You know me, Bert. See, I mean, I'm, I'm great at business. If, if I'm not doing comedy, I'm hanging at Whole Foods. That's where I'm at. All right. Well, best of luck. Let us know how it goes. Have a good night, buddy.